Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Believe in Monsters podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Here are your hosts... Chris Krogman, Joe Gaither, and Luke Berry. Discussing all topics, Chicago Bears. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. For people like me to get mad. So why you mad? To sell papers. Yep. Even but all it did is make me unfollow the, the, the writers who were tweeting about it. Uh, is that sorry, Pat Patrick. Finley? Yep. Sorry, Patrick Finley. You're going to go after our boy Greg Braggs. I'm going to mute and unfollow you and not click on any of your shit anymore. Muted. I don't even know if I was up to date on any of this Twitter beef or whatever is going on. That's uh, not beef. It's just legacy media folks like Finley getting upset because Greg Braggs was all like, y'all couldn't wait to put this cover out. Guys. The, the cover gonna... didn't even make sense. I mean, with the way the game ended, I don't know why they could even release that. Well, exactly. Exactly. They just <laughs> – New quarterback change. 29, baby. 29. Man. Quarterback 29. Since Ever? Since 2000. Since 2000. Oof. Run more quarterbacks. The, uh, than the Dolphins started 22 in between Marino and Tua Tungavailoa. That's a lot. We well, never had we we never had a Marino though. That's the problem. And we had a Cutler. We had another uh, I, fine young man from Miami, and his name was Jay Cutler. I rest my case. From Jay, welcome in to Believe in Monsters podcast. Indiana. Jay's from – like, Jay went to Vanderbilt. Yeah, but he's from – Santa Claus. Was he from Santa Claus, Indiana, <laughs> or Illinois? Indiana. What a name. What a place. What a name. What a place. The Bears lose again. 19. Yeah, called it last week. Welcome in to the Believe in Monsters podcast. We're back for another episode. We are actually still alive, unlike quarterback one. Oh, yo, 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 yo. We'll get into that as well. But welcome in. We're going to break down the Chicago Bears 19 to 13 win and trudge on through the season as the Bears are said, scheduled to play the Raiders next week. But all that. Versus their backup quarterback. Yeah, we got a lot to get into with this game. 
Follow us, of course, at Believe in Monsters Podcast on the YouTube and Facebook. And follow us on X at BIM underscore pod. We're a proud part of the Believe Network. You got our friends Lucas Berry, Chris Krogman, and I am Joe Gaither. You can follow us all at Elberry underscore 40 at Shy Bears 1985 and at Joe Gaither 6. And we are sponsored by Sadness, Misery, Unfortunate Events, Oh yeah, yeah, incompetence tonight. We're going to talk about the Bears' 19 to 13 loss at home without Justin Jefferson on the field. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like that we didn't realize that uh, Brian Flores was going to call blitzes all day. And obviously, we got a shitty offensive line play, and the quarterback got hurt, and everything went to hell. So, without further ado, we'll get you all into all that. Lucas Berry, without any lights on your face, no one can see you. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I had to uh, move my podcast station a, a little bit because we got rid of our dining room table, and the new one has not yet arrived. So I'm working for my couch here. Yeah, buy you a ring light, dude. The light goes on when the Bears win two in a row. So Whatever Joe's been saying. You should just... Keep your camera off then. Because you look like it's just a shadow. That's shadow all right. Sitting in the dark. Uh, I'm doing well, though. I'm not letting the bears no, get the me shadow, down. No, the I've shadow been... is appropriate. It's like the dark cloud over all the podcasts. It's appropriate. <clears throat> I've been dead since the Kansas City game. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll get into it. But we talked about this last week, Chris, you know, cautiously optimistic. And there's a reason we are cautiously optimistic because you can't be optimistic with this franchise. Mm. Cautious, <laughs> cautiously optimistic. An optimistic left the room. Cautiously pessimistic. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I feel like, yeah, like I mean, you saw it starting to happen at points in the game of the Bronco game in the second half. And points of the game in the Washington game. He's just lucky he had a massive lead and didn't blow it at the end of it. Um, but like he looks like he's just bouncing around back there, like with no no urgency, no quickness to his steps, no ability to read the play or or at least run. Like just take off, man. Like you're standing back there bouncing for days on end. Just please, just please do something, do something different. I, I feel like this is the end for Justin Fields. I mean, like if he if he can't get enough games under his belt to really show that he's it for this franchise, they're gonna move on based on just not enough info, and, or the info that they have, which the info that they have is is dog shit. I mean, dudes, what six and twenty five or some shit. It's not good. Well, you also have been playing with a pretty porous defense, but you you know he's he plays backyard football. It's what it is. It's backyard football. He doesn't play within any sort of structure. He can't play with a structure, I guess. And whether it's Luke Getz's structure sucks, which I do think that that is some of it, or the fact that he just can't adhere to it, that's also a problem. So, like if you know you bring in a guy like. 
oh, you're Ben Johnson or whatnot. It, what, who's to say he puts in a structure and Fields just can't play in this in that structure either? So I, uh, it's just, it's a hopeless situation. We still, it, it leaves us right where we where we've been or where I've been since uh, about five minutes into the Green Bay game. I, I do think, yeah, this coaching staff is dead in the water, and I just like I I don't know what. I mean, I don't even know what firing them now would do. I don't think that does like hardly anything because it's not like Getsy taking over is a good idea. If you fire both him and Flus, is that gonna help? I don't. I it, I don't know, man. Lucas. So actually, yeah, that even brings up a point with a rule that was passed today. I mean, the only incentive to fire a coach early is that you can start head coaching interviews early. And now the NFL has pushed that back beyond the division round. So you can't even get a head start on that if you're interviewing other NFL coaches. So, uh, yeah, though there's really no incentive to fire anyone. Uh, but, I mean, on to the, you know, kind of what you opened up with. I mean, the quarterback point, like, yeah, I mean, I, this has to probably be it for Fields. Um, it's unfortunate. You know, it's 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 definitely not fair. Uh, you know, the, some of it, you know, the coaching staff being horrible and not doing him any favors and him getting sacked a million times by a porous line. But at the same time, the silver lining is he hasn't grown really at all in any way that we expected him to, reading defenses, getting the ball out quicker. All that still stands, and, I mean – we saw it on the first play of the game. It's like what happened to him in that preseason game versus the bills where the dude knocked his helmet off is basically been him, his entire career because like he just has no, his pocket presence is horrible. Like the first play of the Minnesota game, the guy was on the line of scrimmage. The protection was right. Fields is responsible for the end on the end of the line. And it's like, he had no idea he was coming and got freaking walloped. It's like, dude, like that's a hundred percent his fault. And we saw it all game. And I had people trying to tell me, Hey man, the line's not blocking while well. I'm like, it's not blocking great, but he's also not seeing free rushers. Like when they're on the line of scrimmage, you have to bring in six, dude, you can't. I mean, whatever. like, I don't know. The first play of the game to me was clear as day. I, I saw the dude on the end of the line. I'm like, they're bringing heat. Like here it comes. Well, that's, I mean, that's what, what, what is so infuriating is that we have seen whether it's, whether it's Eberflus, whether it's Matt Nagy, even John Fox, the Bears after any sort of layoff, and we're all like, every time you have a layoff, a little bye week or a Thursday night game, every single bleeping time, you're like, well, great, they're going to get 10 days off, extra prep. They come out and they look like absolute horseshit. And so, like, what, the Vikings blitz in more than, like, 78%, something like that on the year? Like, Joe, it's, it's been copied. do. Literally, Indiana had the game script on him versus Ohio State. It's the same game plan they used on him and held him to like his worst college game ever. So it is ridiculous to to uh, and I mean I do often like people say oh he's so poised or oh he's so calm, but it's also often like he's drugged up. He's like so he's like that poised. He's so nonchalant. They're like oh you know in man on the line of scrimmage. I guess I'll just. Uh, Bonk. Like he doesn't uh, respect any of these defensive, uh, the, these NFL de- defenders, like they're, you know, like his athleticism or something's going to break open. Like, uh, dude, you've got to be ready for these. These are, these are grown men coming to knock your head off. To me, that's not his, his the way he looks isn't poise. Apathetic. He, he looks freaked out. 
half the yeah. like when he's bouncing around back there, he looks anxious and doesn't know what to do with himself. He's he's poised in like damn near death on the podium half the time. He, he looks bored as hell. Um, but I wouldn't consider I wouldn't call Justin Fields poised. No, I wouldn't either. I'm just saying, like the, the slow drop back and the nonchalant. You know, he, he kind of just, oh, I'll just get to the top of my drop whenever I feel like it, and oh, I'll just slowly work through my reads back here. Like his defenders make it seem like, oh, well, he look how calm he is back there. No, he's not. He's 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 just doesn't realize what's going on. He, I mean, I hate to say it like that, but he just doesn't really realize the speed of what everything happens and they say oh more games you're gonna everything slows down it hasn't slowed down for him and uh, it's only gotten worse i mean the script has been out on how to beat him you know just blitz him which when all these defenses try and do all this crazy shit it kind of blows my mind because i'm like you can just keep it real basic with him and just send extra heat almost every time and, and he'll be frazzled back there but I mean, the thing about it is we even talked about it. Like, during the Washington game was one of his best games, and even then everything was coming out still slow. It's like even in his best games, you're still seeing these bad ha- – like, the bad habits are not going away no matter, you know, every once in a while he puts up that game. And even in that game, you can see the flaws. Um, now, whether that's him getting hit so many times, you know, maybe it ruined his head, uh, you know, not like physically, but like you know, mentally, like he's rattled back there from getting hit so many times. Maybe the coaching—I don't know. You can say whatever you want for this guy, but the bottom line is he hasn't progressed, and we're at this point now where it basically seems like he's ruined. Whether where you want to assign blame, it doesn't matter. At this point, he—he's basically ruined. And that's the thing that gets me. People are like it's the coaches, it's the line. You got to do this. I'm like, at, at this point, you're what are you salvaging? Right. Right. I mean, you're, you're looking at even if there was a Justin Fields whisperer out there, it's going to be at least 18 months to fix it. And then what? You know, you're still not sure. No, and the Bears don't have time to waste. I mean, sure, they're always bad, but you might have to be one of the luckiest teams in NFL history to land a number one pick twice, let alone a one and a two. Like the odds of that are astronomical. Like, it's unbelievable if they do end up somehow pulling this off again. But my point is, you know, we don't have the luxury to, like you said, Chris, fix him or try and fix him or whatever. It's over. Well, what do we do the next uh, 10 weeks with our lives, guys? 11 weeks with our lives. We just watch it and pull for them to lose to keep that number one pick. Like what's the, what's the, What's what? What's the motivation to, to to watch this team? I mean, you guys know I haven't been watching them live. I'm watching them on replay. But like, what's the Tyson Bajan? No, no, he sh- he looked like dog poo as well. Like, it's not. There's no, there's nothing there. I mean, he played as Shepard. He's in UDFA for a reason. I would like to see him with a game under his belt. And that's what's funny to me is the people that were like somehow comparing Bajan and Fields. I'm just like. We're all Bears fans, and I'm just like this Beijing guy. I'm like, you're just saying that because you've been a Justin Fields truther for so long, you can't stand to see someone else back there. Um, but I don't know. It's just it's fun. It's a it's a D two quarterback. I told you he played versus my college. I think I don't know. I'm interested to see what he does. I thought it was interesting just watching him come in after Fields and just see how the two kind of 
operate the offense differently. The problem is he's completely opposite of Fields. Yeah, he is. Everything's quicker. Everything. He might not have the talent Fields does, but the experience, first off, at quarterback, he's played much more, uh, has thrown has way better statistics, even if it is in a smaller school. He threw for what, like a hundred million touchdowns at Shepherd. Um I mean, even Fields doesn't have that as many college stars as Bajit does, I'm pretty sure. But what do you, I mean, what do we think he's going to look like? Yeah, he's an undrafted free agent from Shepard with no NFL experience. Did he look like shit on a few throws? Yeah, but he also looked pretty good getting the, the ball out pretty quickly on plenty of throws. So it, it's something different. Honestly, it's something different to yeah. watch. Rather, you, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, it's something different to watch rather yeah. than this same garbage shit we've been watching every week. Yeah, maybe it's just my you know dumbass loyalty to this team, Joe. But I, I mean, honestly, I I am excited to see it. I mean, I think it's just fun. Well, win or lose, I don't really care at this point. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know. Like Chris said, the expectations are low. I just it, it's fun to see what the kids got. I don't know. Yeah, I just, uh, I just like he's not he's not the future of your franchise. No, uh, he's not. If he like, could be a high end backup, I think that's definitely valuable. Yeah, yeah, that is valuable. I mean, who knows? And also, if if you know, next year we're all talking about the Bears taking a quarterback, but this is like his early audition to secure that backup QB spot and be the mentor for this kid. Perhaps who knows. I mean, I mean you'll, you'll probably y'all, need to bring in a vet, but you never know. I, I mean, I don't know. Y'all knew this was coming. I mean, y'all knew Justin was going to get hurt. He plays. He plays hero ball. He plays dummy ball. He runs to. He runs. He runs. I mean, we'll we'll leave it at that. Whether or not it's you know it's by design or by whatever. So we'll see how long this 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 thumb injury lasts. Um, if know. you're Justin Fields, though, how how motivated are you to come back from this thumb injury? I'm not. Dude, your career in the rest of the NFL is on the no, line. Oh, it's not. Bullshit. He's going to the Falcons. The Falcons are okay. scooping his Dude, butt yeah, up. Keep, okay, okay, okay. Please. He can oh, beat out Desmond freaking that. Ritter. Probably can't beat out Taylor Heineke, though. That's the shitty thing. <laughs> You'll go into New England and uh and save Bill Belichick's career. Man, just because you hate Mac Jones doesn't mean Justin Fields is better, dude. Mac sucks. So does Fields. Yes, but Mac has at least has some wins in the NFL. Jesus, man. Justin can't win. Yeah, he played with the best defense in the league for a year. Yeah, yeah. And he and he, you know, he didn't cost him games. Well, that's that's that is Good job, Mac. You're good at that. You didn't, you can't win, but you won't lose. Hey, you know, well, I, I already saw some Belichick to the Bears rumors. I'm like, no, that's not, what that's, the the that's only because you live in New England. Jesus, no, I've no, seen that too. It was a like, uh, so dumb. Yeah, it is dumb, Joe. How come you haven't driven to Chicago and, and run an old lady over with your car yet? Um, well, I have obligations to cover Nick Saban and he I have obligations to not murder people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean I just she's gonna live forever. 
he's going to live forever. And, you know, the team just makes me mad. And just, and like, honestly, I'm at the place, like Luke, Luke earlier called it his dumb loyalty to the team. I haven't been, I haven't been spending my Sundays watching football. I watch this on replay so that I can not sound like an idiot on our show, even though I do, but like, I, you've, you've destroyed my absolute, like, thank you, Virginia. You have destroyed, I have total apathy for the entire league right now. I don't give a shit. Like, Bears win, lose, don't care. Just like last week, Bears beat the, beat the commanders, don't, don't really care. This team is just so going nowhere. Uh, my, my biggest thing over the weekend, guys, was watching Caleb Williams against Notre Dame look like total dog shit. Um, so I guess uh is he still the savior? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Christ. I mean, yeah, the, the Notre Dame, Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, and Notre Dame has a good defense. They do, but they literally made him look. People did not say any of this though when it was Justin Fields versus Indiana. Remember that? How quickly we forget. Bears fans are just crazy, man. Like the either the loyalty or the hatred for the quarterback is is weird. Rooting for the other quarterbacks to be bad is, is weird. Dude, the emotional swings are fucking ridiculous right now. Like, Justin has what Bears fans don't realize four straight is- shitty games. Then he has one good game versus Washington. And Joe's trying to say we're back on board. Fuck no. Cautiously optimistic. Caleb Williams has one bad game in, what, three years? And now he's, like, the worst quarterback on the planet? Oh, well, no. no, he, no, no. He, been he's been the most overrated quarterback since – now the yes. Bears have a top pick. I have been saying that he is overrated. Well, that's I'm, a Bears fan. I'm still my, my, on that track. Okay. I just think Bears fans are salty about Fields not being it. Plain and simple. I mean, we can all be pissed that he's not it, but we don't need you to gotta like, separate the two. Like, I just don't understand regardless of what's still not a generational is. prospect. Huh? Phil uh Williams Williams is still not a generational prospect. Okay, tell scouts that. I didn't say that. Scouts say it though. They say a lot of times they're right. They say it every year about somebody. Mm. Who'd they say it about last year? Bryce Young? Mm, Outside Yes, there's maybe not maybe outside of maybe inside of Alabama, but I heard a lot of people, even like Rick Spielman and all them, a lot of them had Stroud ranked equally as high as Young. They didn't, nobody likes nobody likes Bryce because he's he's a tiny little man, and that was the knock forever. If he was six four, sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely, but that's not the case. I just I think there, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't say I, he was generational. I wouldn't say there was a generational since T Law. But this is the thing these these quarter like there's only so many guys that I think are like you know they're going to be the number one pick the year they come out. And Williams has been that guy for multiple years. That does not happen every year. All right. But anyway, let's the, take him and you can jump on board and say you'll say the team, and I'll just sit back and watch the it. silver lining. All of this is the Bears, whether Fields is great, amazing, and the you know, the Panthers are bad. The Bears need these quarter young college quarterbacks to play well. So it's another thing that's weird because like if you're gonna keep Fields and trade out of the pick, you want as much as you can get. Sure, so don't be, I agree, don't be I, rooting for don't be rooting against the guy that'll get you that. It just sounds dumb. I'm not rooting against him. I'm just I think it's I think it's Bears way fans overblown. 
that he's go, that he's gonna be come in and be anybody's savior, not the Bears, anybody's savior. He's got a lot of work to do. My only issue, okay, so here's my issues with Caleb Williams. Number one, he plays for USC, so fuck that shit. Uh, number two, he beat the crap out of Notre Dame last year, so I'm glad we dick slapped him this year. Uh, number three, listening to uh, the Hogan Johns podcast, and Adam Johns went to the Notre Dame USC game last week, and he was talking to scouts about Caleb Williams, and he was like, you know, they're like, what do you think? And they told him to watch him pregame, like watch him with his teammates and all that shit had nothing to do with his head. Uh, In his heart, his leadership. Yeah. He's he's, he's mentally weak. That's not, I don't really think that's what they were saying, but sure, you can, you can take that. Okay. (laughs) When he's throwing out random phrases here. Okay. When he faces adversity, he folds mentally. No, they were saying that he didn't really, he wasn't like a good teammate. He's not. He's not. Okay, so you take Drake May, who's not farther behind, and you're still in a great spot. But I've seen Bears fans tear both of these guys down. Like, I'm just saying, it doesn't make any sense. Chris is absolutely right. The emotional swing is insane. We're depressed about Justin Fields. I mean, that's October, October and Tyson Bajan's the quarterback, so. Yeah. You're six weeks in, like, in – the season was over right after the Packers game. I I just don't understand why people are so salty about any other quarterback. It doesn't matter. Ratings on the wall. I, it's it's, this, okay, dude, it's fucking it's Mitch all over again, dude. It's Mitch. It's Jake. It's every single quarterback. Yes. That's had talent in the last few years. Why don't we do this, Luke? And and this will never be considered, and y'all are going to say that I'm a big idiot for even throwing this out there. Why don't we just sign ourselves a veteran, don't draft a fucking quarterback in this year, take every pick that we have, and load the infrastructure. Look at the goddamn 49ers. You think that you think that Brock Purdy is a top 10 quarterback in this league? No. He, he is – Average at best, but he plays in a great system. First, you got to get a great head coach. That's the but and within secondly, he has played with a great defense, a great offensive line. Earlier, two two minutes earlier, Mac Jones won some games. Mac Jones fucking sucks. But he had to play with the great with the number one defense in, in the in the league that year, and he got him to the playoffs because he didn't lose games. Mac, Mac Jones, Brock Purdy, are they great quarterbacks? No, they're not. But we're gonna go. Put the cart before the horse another fucking time, just like you did with Fields, just like you did with Trubisky, just like you basically did with Cutler, and then you because you couldn't find an offensive coordinator for all of those years, you kept swapping out the offensive coordinator. What do you have? Eight, nine, seven. You put the the quarterback will save us. The quarterback will save us. Give me a fucking like. Okay, is Jimmy Garoppolo good? No, he's not good. But he's probably he will probably be available. Probably uh, based off of not playing well and getting hurt with the Raiders. Give me just anybody average, and use the infrastructure. Use what you have. Take the number one pick. Sell it to the Cardinals for for everything they they've got. Take the number two pick. Sell it to whoever else wants to buy it for 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 Drake May. Take you get you two top ten picks still. Load up with more first rounders and build this fucking team like 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 a real team. 
Get an offensive line that actually can play. Yes, you hit on a tackle. You've got a decent left tackle for nothing. You signed a good right uh, guard in Nate Davis, and your left guard pretty good. You gotta you gotta go out and you gotta resign Jenkins. But find me a fucking center. How many years have you, Luke, been complaining about Cody Whitehair sucking dick? And you're right. And you go replace him with Lucas Patrick, who also sucks dick. You trade for Dan Feeney, who I guess sucks so bad he can't get on the field. <laughs> you draft fucking the kid Kramer from from Indiana and tears his ACL like because he's too small but he looks like he's got some decent potential but he's too small you can't develop a center Sam Mustafer goes off to Baltimore and is apparently good again you don't have anything on the defensive line nothing on the defensive line Billings all right you're all right but like the rest of you and Billings is no world beater he's just all right like, you have nothing as far as infrastructure. And we're sitting here going to talk about a quarterback will save us, a quarterback. No, they will not. It doesn't matter if it's Williams, if it's May, if it's Trevor Lawrence, if it's Dan Marino. It doesn't fucking matter. The infrastructure is always fucked with this team. And so, the look, easy answer. Let's go get a generational quarterback. Easy like, But, no, you have to build. The, the Jaguars got a good offensive line. Put a lot of investment in their offensive line. <laughs> like, and yes, they traded for Calvin Ridley. The Bears, the Bears at number one have a better infrastructure than any other team I've seen at number one in quite a long time. I don't think the offensive line is that bad. Okay, he, na- he named four good starters. He named four good starters. And uh, yes, we need, we need a center, which you can either find. You, the issue with getting all those picks, Joe, not to be an asshole. Please, it's fine. What, like, Great. what is the hit rate of, of these picks? Like, what's the very hit rate low? Of quarterback. Uh, it's a lot higher if you take him at one or two versus. We just drafted two in the last eight years at two and at eleven. So, it's and not there was a that. generational quarterback there, and they missed him. Exactly, <laughs> missed him. So it's not. There's no okay. Guarantee. So you can't miss him. You're going dra- you to draft Williams and, or May, and then Michael Penix ends up being the generational quarterback? I'm not saying that he will be, but, like, uh, we don't know. It'll be J.J. McCarthy. Sure. It might, I'm sure. It, it, argument's sake, it doesn't fucking matter what the name is. Like, Does, None of this matters anyway because Tyson Bajan's going to win every game the rest of the year, well, and then we can use your first and second pick on – My point you know, is you've got to – Take Vashanu a and fucking – Take a linebacker. Who, the, your linebacking core is still – not good. Not good. I would never invest a, a, a top ten line in a linebacker again. Herbert, then trade back, trade back, and and so no, I'll just take I'll just take verse, dude. I'll like, just take verse. Fine, verse would be good. Take Vashanu, take verse. Give me trade back and take okay. JD to a mole so, out. Like Joe, I just want to ask you though, it, like in all seriousness, if the Bears did pick one and two and they got. Drake Mayer, Caleb Williams, and Marvin Harrison, you're telling me that wouldn't be a great spot for a rookie to be in? A great spot. Marvin Harrison, DJ Moore, Colt Komet. They're still going to have to score 30 points. That's fine. You're not winning the Super Bowl next year. You you can build the trenches. like You can build your defensive line slowly. But if you get a center, your offensive line is not that far away. It's really not. A play caller and a center, you're not that far away for a, a rookie quarterback so you won't get him killed. Yes, the defense might suck. Who cares? Because that was our argument this year. Who cares if the defense sucks? If Fields proves he is the guy, it's worth it. Right? So next year, who cares? Like, 
if you can invest everything you can in the offense and get the rookie quarterback, you're on to something more. Plus, I think this year's defensive free agent class is pretty solid. The free agent class is insane. You better go get some 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 guys up front who want to who want to fight. Joe, do you like hockey or basketball? I think that's how you, that's how you should invest your Sundays. Because that's what I was going to answer you, but then you, you kind of went off the rails. So Sorry. that's what I was going to do. Say you know I'll just watch Connor Bedard and Nikola Jokic. But I drafted Connor Bedard in my uh, fantasy hockey league that I'm playing fantasy hockey for the first time ever. I was going to also make a fantasy comment. You being so frustrated with football has got to be hard to watch your fantasy or manage a fantasy football team if you don't even want to watch football. Oh, yeah. No, I'm I'm 500 in all my leagues, basically. Yeah. Well, kudos to you because I lost on the Cowboys' last two plays of the game. A sack and an interception oh. ended up making me lose the game. That's a bitch. Dude, especially right after Brandon Staley took – Keenan Allen's catchaway. Oh yeah, I want first and five instead of second and three. Fucking putts. And then they didn't even get it. Fucking idiot. Dude, fuck that dude. I'm glad he's not a Bears uh, coach anymore. Stupid prick. Joe, what uh, what coaches do you have your eyes on to replace? None. I don't. I, I don't believe it. none. I, I, so none. no one's coaching the Bears next year. Come on, you got to have a few guys you 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 would like to see them bring in. He wants Nick Saban. No. Come on, Joe. I want to hear it. John Harbaugh. No. Like, ben Johnson's the says, only one. Everybody you, who you says Harbaugh, I think, is foolish. He's not leaving Michigan. No, nah, I don't think so either. I think he's that's not, just, but I think if you could get him here, that wouldn't be foolish. Yeah, if you could. If you could hire fucking uh, Shula, Don Shula, that'd be great. All right, so who do you want to coach the Bears? Is John Shula available? I think is he he's still dead. alive. I was gonna say, is he still alive? Jimmy Johnson's still alive. Can we get him to come out of retirement? Monjo, I want to hear it. I haven't even thought about it because I don't. I, I, I re- literally refuse. Here's the deal I refuse to get excited about a head coach again. I can't get. I, I, I look. Oh, Matt Nagy. He came out of the. Uh, I refuse to get excited about anything with this franchise because. It all goes to shit. It all goes to hell, whether they actually might be a good coach or not. Okay, I'll throw one name out there that I think could work but would rub a lot of people the wrong way. Eric Bieniemy would rub a lot of people the wrong way, but I think it could work. Uh, but, oh, he's not a nice guy. He, he's not a company man. He's not. He won't come in and rub Virginia's feet. Like... <laughs> He might say some nasty. He might say some bad words in the offense in, in the office. What if he likes feet? I don't hate it. You got to somebody. Go hire somebody who would rather who is committed to winning, like Jim Schwartz. What? I'm joking. I'm joking. Dude, can you imagine I, I, if we'd have hired Mike McDaniel instead? Oh, but he smokes weed. We can't have him. He's too weird. He uh, he did you know? Weed. Did you know he was a he was a an alcoholic, and then that's why he missed a team meeting with the Texans and got fired. It was like two thousand four, I think. And he's been sober since like two thousand five. Maybe it's maybe it's fourteen. Anyway, um, yeah. 
so he doesn't smoke weed. They're, they're literally that. going to hire definitely did not old, crusty white guy who is is Napoleon. Like, yes, exactly who someone tells him to hire. Somebody who was probably popular in 2015. Uh, it was like, oh, who's Bruce Arians' best friend, but who's more clean cut than Bruce Arians, who won't smoke cigars? Uh, they're not. Uh, they're going to go ask Cliff Kingsbury if he wants to be the coach. No, I, don't, I don't have any – sure, Ben Johnson, he he looks fine. Who's the Texans OC that you've been talking about? He looks like he might be a good little pick. But you, know who should, you know who they should hire? They should hire Brian fucking Flores. Like they should have hired him for the defense to begin with. I don't hate it, but you got to get somebody in here to develop your fucking brand-new rookie rookie quarterback. Tyson Bates? No, nah, he'll be like halfway developed by then. We'll hire Matt Patricia for that. <laughs> exactly. They're going to go hire my boy Joe Judge. Bring in Bill O'Brien, dude. I got to develop quarterbacks. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be so- – Bill O'Brien is actually a perfect one, like a perfect name for us to be watching out for because, oh, well, Bill Belichick's guy, like, look, he's done it before. He's a perfect one. I I I bet you he is a candidate. <laughs> I would not be shocked one bit if Bill O'Brien's on the short list. Brian Dayball. Like as long as George is making the call, it doesn't matter. They're gonna they're not gonna hire somebody with any edge. They're not gonna hire anybody worth a damn. I really would not be upset if they hired Brian Flores though, Chris. I wouldn't either, but but you got to bring somebody in with you. No, bring- no, I, I hear you, Joe, for sure. I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't be upset with that. No, because Flores is committed to winning. Flores would cut his finger off and more body parts off to win. Mike Vrabel, wasn't Mike it Vrabel, Mike Vrabel style? Wasn't it Flores that was committed to Tua to begin um, with? Why did he get fired again? Because he wouldn't tank like a. Is that was that a real thing? Yeah. <laughs> they offered him like a hundred a hundred k for every loss. That's why he sued the NFL, and I think he won his case too, right? Or sued the the Dolphins, and the Dolphins got all kinds of. Didn't they lose draft picks and over? In yeah, yeah, shit? they did. Yeah, he was a good pretty. fucking coach there, man. I mean, he's a good show. He's a good coach in Minnesota with shitty talent. Whoops, peanuts time. <laughs> uh, I'd be fine. I'd be fine with. Uh, I'd be fine with Brian Flores. I would be. Like no, they won't hire. They won't hire another defensive coach. Like no, they're not. Gonna, they ain't gonna hire a black guy. They hired Lovey. Yeah, they did, and they did him wrong. The last time, the last time they hired a black guy and uh, a good GM was when they had a consulting firm tell him to do it. Not Bill Polian. Man, I would love Brian Flores if he came back. Uh, you're right, though. It'll probably be Ben Johnson. Ben John, yeah, that's what they're going to hire a first-time head coach who. <laughs> All right, so, Joe, I will say this: what the thing I learned about Matt Nagy really made me realize you got to dig into like a coach's previous history. Matt Nagy kind of. 
was kind of handed like a you know handed a role in Kansas City and didn't earn his way through the ranks. First, oh yeah, for sure. It, it, at least I could say confidently that Ben Johnson has earned where he's at in the NFL and all his stops without taking shortcuts. So would he does. You, would I mean, you I'm just saying. Did? Yeah, no, you're right. I, I mean, I'm just saying though. I think that stuff does matter. You know, because looking back on the Nagy hire, now I'm just like. He yeah, called plays for five games, dude. Ben Johnson's like on, on see his what, second full year at least. Out. Right, and turned down other jobs last year. Uh, and right there, and Joe, he, there's no guarantee, but that stuff does matter. And he's making Jared Goff look like an MVP candidate. Insane. I just don't think that they're going to hire anybody with any stones. What if, what if the Rams fire McVay for some reason? I thought he said he was just going to like retire or something because so the team wasn't going to be good. <laughs> wasn't that like a story? Is like the team's yeah. not going to be good for a few years and he's going to just going to retire. He was going yeah, Aaron, to Aaron Donald was supposed to retire too, though. That was yeah, part of that whole story too. He, he was going to go do TV. He should. It's probably a better job than coaching. Dude, how about the Broncos there, dude? Like, can you imagine giving up draft picks for Sean Payton to suck donkey balls, dude? It's not. I don't think it's Peyton's fault, though. They don't have any talent. He's made some bad coaching decisions, though. Like really bad. Bad, bad, bad clock management. Bad coaching decisions. I mean, he's not as bad as asshole, Georgia man. Tech, Miami, but. And he's yeah, just he, an asshole. We need an asshole. Yeah, but Sean Payton is like a different kind of asshole. Like he's just like you, you talk about Brian Flores and Mike Vrabel, you know, cutting off body parts for their team. They'll at least go up and be respectful at the podium. True. Like, Sean Payne is just arrogant and an asshole to everyone. Need, I, I, I wouldn't. I don't know. Yeah, but even he, would, I feel like he's a guy that's pretty respectful at the media, too. Sean Payne's just weird, man. He's entitled. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, that, that is a disaster. That whole thing. I mean, they gave up draft capital for both Wilson and him, man. Holy shit. The Bears still suck. The Bears still All suck. All right, now, before we go into the Raiders game, which is going to be interesting. The Raiders. I, I need it, like, not, not how do you feel about this happening, but do you think – like, what do you think will happen? Do you think Ryan Poles is going to be fired at the end of this year? Oh, I hope. My gut feeling says no, but when I search my soul and search my feelings, I hope that he is at this point. And I know I've gone back and forth on this show with that. But today on October 17th, I think that he will survive. And today on October 17th, I wish that he wouldn't. Couldn't have said it better myself. I think, yeah, no, I, I agree. Because just looking at how bad the coaching is, like yeah. it really is just like that's – It's real. We're really going to see what is going on there. This Like, I don't know, man. Like if Kevin Warren doesn't think that Ryan Poles is good enough for the job or whatever, or if he thinks that – he really was handcuffed with the coach or whatever, then 
And that 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 goes back to another thing, Joe. They're not going to hire a black guy, dude. That's like that was like their mission this year was to hire diversity hire diversity hires. Yeah, so they hired Poles and, and Ian Cunningham. Next comes the coach, man. It's got to be Bienemy or Flores. So I'd be like, good with both of them. I would. I would. I would too. Now that I've seen more of what Bienemy brings to the table, kind of running Washington's offense, I feel more confident in that. I think he uses the Washington weapons to their abilities. Dude, he doesn't use Jahan Dotson at all. You want to say Jahan Dotson sucks now too? Does he? I don't know. I'm not qualified to say. I was Jahan still good. sucks. Jahan still sucks. I thought it was Johan. Johan, like Johan Santana, for the longest time. Uh, but but don't but don't forget, Chris. They never threw balls up to Johan Dotson and KJ Hamler and Chris Godwin at Penn State just to give them a chance. They never did that ever. Speaking of that, we signed their quarterback today, <laughs> Trace McSorley. I know QB. Chris is looking at me like he doesn't know what I'm talking about. I have no clue what you're talking so about. So last week, last week a reporter asked. It was an awful question. Asked uh, James Franklin if you oh. consider if you consider uh, telling your quarterback to throw the go ball <laughs> or throw the deep ball just to throw it, uh, just to like incorporate <laughs> it in the offense because the quarterback wasn't throwing it down the field. And James Franklin was like, "You're speaking Chinese. What are you talking about?" He's like, "Well, you know, just every so often, tell your quarterback to just throw it up, like you did with Chris Godwin and Jahan, and like you did with KJ Hamler." And, and he was like, "We would never do that." <laughs> this is so funny. That was a crazy question. <laughs> Media. Like, well, maybe they're op- they're not open at 30 yards down the field, but they will be open at 45 yards down the field. Yeah. <laughs> you quarterback just to throw it up there and give your guy, give your playmaker a chance to make a play. He was like, you're making my skin crawl right now. That was funny. <laughs> All right, but so yeah, we you, think, you signed Trace McSorley, so that tells you what, Luke Barry, that we will not see Justin Fields the rest of the year. No, I don't. I think it's just a third quarterback while he's out. I think he'll miss about a month, though. I definitely don't think it rules Fields out for the rest of the year. So we get Fields back for Christmas? Yeah, you'll see him in a month. Oh, Unless Beijing Beijing's going to go into Jimmy Garoppolo run. <laughs> If he does, trade his ass. Yeah, you're right. He'll pack Fields' bags for him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Trace McSorley, he stinks, but he's like Justin Fields' light, white version. And a little bit slower. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, gosh. This, this team is hopeless. But I mean, there's no real, there's no real good third quarterback options out there. There's a reason. There's a reason he's, he's free agent. Oh, that PJ Walker guy looked pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could have signed AJ McCarron like the Bengals did a couple weeks ago. <laughs> like AJ, what you doing down in Mobile? Come get off your ass, dude. Did you see the Giants? Started that guard, and he was like straight off the couch. <laughs> Justin Pu, Justin Pu, yeah. 
Oh, oh yeah. At least we didn't do. At least we didn't do the Daniel Jones where we signed Justin Fields to like four years, fifty-five <laughs> million. You know, gross. Some bad quarterbacking in the NFL right now. Yes, there is. Yeah. So anyway, I think we're all on board then. We think Poles probably stays, and we're not thrilled about it as of now. I am not thrilled about it. I mean, we've done this conversation, but we can do it over again real quick. I, I, I mean, I, I think it changes though, like as the season process. develops. I do think that he that his process towards roster building is in line with what I'd like. Going back to the old infrastructure diatribe I just hit on, like, oh, let's get offensive linemen. But the coaching has just been so bleeping bad, like so bad. Luke Getze's offense works when everyone's doing the exact right thing and reading the exact right thing. And, and oh. like you, you need to have an offense that doesn't need as many variables, <laughs> please. Yeah, I know we don't know really what Kevin Roll, Kevin Warren will be doing, like what his role is completely. But maybe if they keep polls, well, you know, he'll have to have a big say in who the coach is. So maybe that puts him on the right track. I don't know. Wishful thinking. Sorry, Bajan's the savior. So I'm worried about any of it. All right. All right. Just going to keep. If he plays anywhere near decent, I'm going to be so <laughs> stoked. I'm going to be fuck. I'm going to be the worst troll on the planet. <laughs> I throw out many hints like that because I'm because I like fucking with people about it. But yeah, if he's any if he's any good, <laughs> Braggs might hear from me, dude. Just to fuck with him, uh, it'll be good times. I mean, and it's the dude. Here's the problem, man. Max Crosby is gonna eat somebody alive. <laughs> he was destroying the game the other night. Dude, he is he is an absolute animal. Animal. They're gonna need like Tevin and Darnell Wright to to stop that dude. Speaking of defensive ends, <laughs> there's a video going around and it says uh when you see it, you'll never unsee it, and then it's just a video of Aiden Hutchinson's and it says he looks like Waluigi when he runs. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta see it. He he's running around the edge like this and you'll never unsee it. But uh yeah, the condor is a different breed. I mean, literally and uh, figuratively in terms of the game. <laughs> dude. The Condor. He's uh, just a scary dude. Who, Crosby? Yeah, like I would not fuck with him. No. Does not seem like a good idea. Well, let's see what we have in store for the Raiders. The Autumn Raiders. Wind is a Raider. Bears, three-point dogs at yep. home. <laughs> Over under 37 whopping <laughs> points. Jesus. That's crazy. That is terrible. Man, there is some. Oh, Vegas is trying to course correct for all the unders this year because there's not a single game. Oh, there's one game over. Nope, two games over 45. The autumn wind is a radar. Good God, there's one, two, three, four. Five games under 40 points. That's Dude, nuts. 37 is as low as I've seen it. 
for the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> but they ain't gonna score. How about that defense last week though? They played decent. Yeah. Great job. Those linebackers played better than they have. <clears throat> actually, you know what I will say? The Bears run defense has been actually pretty solid this year. No one's kind of I mean I feel like it's not going very recognized just considering how bad the defense is as a whole. The run defense is actually not bad though. Justin Jones makes some absolutely ridiculous plays, but is completely MIA the rest of the time. <laughs> like he will, he will knock somebody down. Like the second they get the handoff, like seven yards in the backfield, but then be just ghosting for weeks. The rest. Yep. Yeah. I think noon game. Noon game. The Raiders are coming off two wins in a row, beating our friends in the north, 17-13, making Jordan Love look who he's supposed to be, unlike what we did. And they beat Mac Jones last week, 21-17. Oh, boy, boy, boy. I'm feeling like... 21, 21, 16, 21, 16 Raiders. So that puts us at what? 37. That puts us right at 37. Did you say 37 and a half? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, uh, that's that's what I'm feeling. 21, 16. Uh, 63, nothing. Tyson, Bajan, Bears. <laughs> Bears, the Bears. Tyson Bajant Bears. Tyson Bajant Bears. I'd be like Bajant Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Joe, can you can you give me a Tyson Bajant stat line prediction? Um, let's see. I'm going back to what he did last week, just for my reference here. He. Oh, you know what he did. I know. I just want to read. Okay, ten or 14, 83 yards and an interception, and had that kind of fumble that lost the game. The interception uh, lost the game. The fumble didn't lose the game. He was on the. He was on a game-winning drive. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that throw that he threw a pick on was from the fifty. Well, shit, he's probably going to be throwing a lot. Um, I'll go 20, 20 of 41. He's throwing 41 times. <laughs> no way, dude. There's no way. Uh, no, he'll go, he'll go 17 of 33. Oh, yeah. man, that's still pretty. You think he's a gonna, lot. That's you a think lot they'll let him rip it that many times? I mean, I'll love, I love it. Why not? I mean, you're you're getting fired. You're getting fired anyways. <laughs> like, you may as well just literally say fuck it and do what you can. Uh, so I, I'm yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 17 of 33 for 233. Oh my god. Um, 233 with uh, I, I said 16 points. So with uh, with uh. Oh, the touchdown and two interceptions. So, did he play a full half, or did he come in halfway through the third, or partway through the third? Partway yeah. through the third, he didn't. So get he threw hard. he threw fourteen times in less than a half. Thirty three is well within range. I mean, the Bears threw total twenty four times last week with Fields and Beijing combined. 
And we know they, how many grass plays they call. Pagan threw four more times than Fields. That's yeah, hilarious. we know how many pass plays they call for Fields <laughs> where it stands there like, uh, 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 sack. So they're going to throw – it's going to be 27, 30 pass plays, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I just also think they're going to overcorrect for not running the ball enough last week and just try and – They're idiots. <laughs> They're not smart. They're not going to do anything. Should they course correct and run the ball? They should. They should course correct and run the ball. But no, they are stupid. They are literally stupid. Like I wish we could see more running back screens instead of these stupid wide receiver screens. Praise the Lord. Amen, Chris. Will other teams do it? The one thing that was different on Bajan's screens is – Dude, they were there before, like mo- like light years before Fields. This would have been there. Fields would also, still be throwing it. To we also anymore. actually saw Tyler Scott existed because it seemed like the agent wanted to move the ball different places. Tyler Scott existed because Bajan threw another duck. Although nobody was going to pick that, like catch that ball. Scott came all I'm not gonna lie. That. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't even see Tyler Scott. And then like when he came back and called, I was like, holy shit. I haven't seen no, him. No, he was he was like I thought he was throwing it away. I thought Baker I, was just chucking it out I, of bounds. And then I was just laughing. I was like, dude, I haven't seen any chemistry like that between a Bears quarterback and receiver in so long. Or something like that happens. Fields and Pettis, dude. And then, then they let Joe's boy Pettis go. I hate them so much. Yeah, I'm sticking with it. 21-16, Raiders. Bajan, if he does that, 17 of 33 for 233, a touchdown and two interceptions, Twitter will be on fire. Oh, my God, we found it. We're back. (laughs) (laughs) We found him. We found him. (laughs) <laughs> wait till he goes wait till he goes 24 for 48 for 305 and three touchdowns yes, exactly no dude if he throws for 300 yards in a second start twitter would actually melt down <laughs> elon musk would have to like <laughs> shut the site down for the day uh it is funny because uh all my non-Bears buddies were texting me like they were like, "Oh my God, Bajan's finally in!" Like they all knew about him. They're like, "I've been waiting so long to see him." My one buddy's like, "Dude, Bajan's in. We gotta watch this." Dude, I already spent all my Fab dollars on him, dude. So, oh I'm, fuck, I'm ready. All right, Chris, what is your actual score prediction? Fifty-three to nothing. Bison Bajan Bears. What's your stat line for Bajan with that number? Sixty-three touch. Sixty-three points. <laughs> He's 63 throwing, touchdowns, he's 63 all nine passes. touchdowns, dude. Now he's throwing five and running four. I gotta see if they have a, even a prop for him right now. Well, he's not the starter. That will be that will be funny to see what his prop is actually at. There's no way yeah, props aren't but, even uh, up yet. Joe, I'm used to Fields completing 17 passes and having like 140 yards in the stat line. So when you said 17 for 233, my mind almost exploded. Oh, he's gonna get the ball out. He's West Coast, baby. That's what this offense is, dude. Yeah, he's gonna get it out, and it's gonna be, and people are gonna be like, "Oh my god, dude, dude he, is, he is like he is Brock Purdy, dude." It's the same situation. There's no reason he couldn't be as serviceable as any of those veterans you wanted to name off earlier and, and build around him. That, that's fu- that'd be fine. Use the daggum draft and <laughs> use the draft trade back, and then hire Matt Nagy back. 
You would love this guy. Hire Fat Nagy. No, hire hire Eric Bieniemy, dude. Fat Nagy. <laughs> dude, that guy is such a bad coach. Dude, I can't believe Daniel Jones fooled them into spending two hundred and sixty million dollars or well, whatever dude, it was. What makes me sick is that the coach probably has to have a big say in that, man. Like, he's sitting over, sitting over there throwing his goddamn headset at him. Chris, Dude. what is it? Uh, real score? A real score? Fuck. Um, hmm. 24-21 Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. I'm going Dan, 21 17. Dan Carlson. Raiders. Dan Carlson for the win. Yeah. 21 17 Raiders. Uh, Devontae Adams has a breakout Dude. game versus us. Yeah, he's been MIA as well for a couple weeks. It's going to be a Hunter Renfro show, and we're all going to be like, why can't we get that little white guy? <laughs> Where's Dane Sunsenbucker when you need him? <laughs> Where is oh, I almost had his name. Is that dude's name? Gentry? Gen- Tanner Gentry. Tanner All right, Gentry. Joe. Yeah. Where's that guy? How many yards does Tyson Bajan have to throw for for you to apologize for what you said to him? Five hundred yards. No. <laughs> A realistic amount of yards. No. Five hundred yards. What about two fifty? Two fifty. If he if he if he does the uh, if he does the the milestone the Bears milestone the oh my god he threw for three hundred yards then I will no. apologize two fifty two fifty no I gave him two thirty three two fifty is one more reception two fifty two seventy five if he clears the oh my god Justin Fields has his first three hundred yard game ever <laughs> In three years into his career. Start. Right, right, right. And I will apologize. But, uh, right. but, but but to Chris's point, and to circle it all back, like I would be totally fine if Bajent shows, all right, we can be eight and nine, nine and eight with this. I don't even want to next talk year, about this. There's, we got to see what year, happens and you Sunday use, before we get on this draft picks. You use your top draft picks on Fashanu. You use your top draft pick on Marvin Harrison. Think about that. You use those draft picks on those guys, and then you trade back. <laughs> Tyson Bates is your quarterback. I called this earlier this year, dude. I already said it. And then you use that next year's because you've already because you traded back. You use that next year's pick on the top quarterback, whoever the hell that might be. Damn, the Raiders are <laughs> the Raiders are a decent defense. <laughs> well, they're about to get shredded. <laughs> they're about to get shredded by Secret Agent Man. Secret Agent Man. Joe, what did the uh, headline of the Sun Times say? The headline said Agent of Change. Agent of Change, baby, coming this Sunday. That's dumb, dude. Secret Agent Man. Very what's fun, what's funny? What's funny is like all preseason, Braggs was calling Bajan secret Bajan man. Like, or was it was it Carm? One of those two was all up on Bajan's nuts, calm. and then then freaking Greg goes off and yells at Pat Finley. 
<laughs> I love it. Uh, Bears Twitter's is a fucking mess, dude. I don't even go on there anymore. I can't stand it. It's hilarious. Quarterback rankings 2025. Drew Alder. All right. Klubnik. Connor Wegman. Devin Brown. Get us another Ohio State guy. All right, we're logging off for the night. This is Believe in Monsters the podcast. Still suck. The Bears still suck. The Bears still suck. Where's the Just end stream the button? Suck. Damn it. The Bears still suck. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.